Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Well, I'd like to start by saying I'm sorry because today should be an episode that I'm filled with enthusiasm because I've been waiting for this for years, Madonna the Rusical, but I am actually quite hungover and that is my own fault. So really it's an Apollo lie which we'll get to later. Would you out of town? (laughs) Uh, No, you can get very drunk in your living room, I'm increasingly finding out. Um, But you're feeling good today, aren't you, Charlie? I'm super positive, super got a good outlook. It's sunny, it's Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. Are you a big Easter fan? I love all the bunnies and the chicks, but I can't eat Easter eggs because they're hollow. You can't eat hollow things? No, it freaks me out. The fact that there's, like, air inside the egg freaks me out and I can't eat Easter eggs. Well, you know air is everywhere. I know, but it's something about it being, like, trapped inside and, like... Is it like a fart in a lift type thing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's always been a thing. As a child, I never ate Easter eggs. It just to freak me out how they were hollow. I just sort of, like, oh, there's all that stale air inside, even though there probably isn't any air inside because it's, like, a vacuum, but... Listen, bitch, I, th- I think the opposite. I think all chocolate should be egg-shaped all year round because it just tastes better. Oh, no. But I will say this, and I want to get to the bottom of this, and Drag Race will have to wait. Why is it when you eat half an Easter egg, obviously you wouldn't know, Charlie, because you don't eat any Easter egg, but when you eat half, the foil doesn't cover. Like, why is that? Do you know what I mean, Moon? Yeah. There's bits peeking, I mean, thr- peeking through. Do I even know what I mean? Do you mean the foil's not wrapped up fully, the egg? The foil does not cover the inner layer of the inside of the chocolate, even though it did cover the outer layer, but surely it's the same size. Oh, surely the same surface area. I don't know. But then maybe when it's whole, it's like stretched and smooth. <laughs> God, where are we going with this? I know um, all about a stretched hole. So. It's like wrinkled and... Charlie, you're avoiding so much stress by not eating Easter eggs, because this is the what kind is of thing... What is your Easter egg of choice? Well, my partner, my life partner, got me a lint chocolate egg. Oh, very posh. So he's a keeper. I know, very middle class. But I um, I think I usually would just like maybe a Kit Kat one or a cream egg one. I'm not fussy. I just like the foil and I like the egg and I like the stagnant air inside, unlike you. Oh, I can't do cream eggs. They're too much. They're actually very, very small. But yeah, they are very, very rich. Sorry, I'm sounding increasingly like a bag of chips. I'm not even impersonating it anymore. It's just naturally happening like a twitch. Bag- Have you been watching um, Bagger and Vivian review Netflix shows? I didn't because nothing about it appealed to me. I don't know why. Have you watched it? I've watched a couple of clips. There's something not quite... Uh, it's not quite as fluid as um, What's Their Face, Trixie and Katia. Oh, what is? Nothing can beat Trixie and Katia. <laughs> Apart um, from us I've... on this show. Have you seen any of the Vivian show either? No, again, I didn't want to watch it, so I chose not to watch it. And if you don't watch something in isolation, it's real shade, because, like, we have nothing better to do. 
So it's like, I really <laughs> snubbed this. I really have snubbed it. Um, but should we get into this week's episode? Yes. Char- Charlie, I want you to confirm for me, because I don't trust my own self. Have they moved the disqualifier from the beginning? Yeah, they've moved it to the end. Oh, wait, am I meaning disclaimer? Is disqualifier a word? Yeah, yeah. Why am I saying... Oh, because she's disqualified. Yeah, yeah, they've moved it to the end. Do you think it's because it was depressing people at the beginning? It was depressing. It just wasn't like... It was a bum note to start on. Did it used to be the beginning and the end, and now it's moved to the end? Now it was... No, it was just always just the beginning. Now they've pushed it. It's just before, like, here's what's happening next week, I think, right? Oh, yeah, caught her at the end. I just didn't know if she was always there because I'm always in a bit of a rush to finish once it's over because I'm so filled with adrenaline. But at first I thought, oh, my God, she's getting really edited out the show. Even her disclaimer is now being edited out. But she's well, she's Louise. back in this week, isn't she? She is. Do you and... think it was a, um, a Disney choice? Because obviously Disney sponsored the runway last week or the episode last week. I wonder if it was a Disney choice to exclude it from the runway. Yeah, I heard someone speculate that and it made sense because they're a brand, so they were like, we don't even want her on that runway wearing anything related to us. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad she's back on the runway this week because I do enjoy her runways. It's possible to like someone's runways and not like their sexual assaults. I think we can um, categorise them separately. And also, um, she didn't make the runways. Like, that's the designer, isn't it? We should support designers. Yes, always. That's my number one goal. <laughs> Um, this week, Aiden is gone. Um, are you missing Aiden, Zane? No, she gave me everything she was going to give me. And a little bit too much, really. She stayed around, yeah. if anything, slightly too long. So I'm glad she's gone because it felt like, yeah, she was kind of dominating the season somehow, but despite not saying anything, it seemed to all be about her. Um, and then we get Britta pretending that she loved Aiden. <laughs> the cheek of it. <laughs> She is shameless, but luckily Widow is on hand to call out the fakeness. Although she did call it out in the confessional, not in the room, which I would have liked her to just do a bit of a Aquaria. No, not an Aquaria, a Vixen, and be like, nope, too vague, and just go in on her. But maybe that's to come. Were you loving Widow's confessionals this episode? I was. She was calling out all the shade. Felt like they let her have a little drink before those confessionals, and I was living. (laughs) Um, we also, I mean, I didn't, I I don't know if this is really bad of me. I haven't been watching Untucked, mainly because it's so hard to find. Have you been watching it? I only watched that one where uh, it kicked off between Aiden and Britta and then Heidi got involved. That's the only one I've seen. That's the only one I've watched, but it sounds like last week's was quite significant because we get the ramifications of it this week. So Gigi criticised Heidi's face for not being improved. (gasps) Can you believe it? What an insult. She it's said, getting, I, "It's getting rough in there. It's getting rowdy. He bounces in." <laughs> I know it's getting Shangela season three. Gigi says, "I never called you ugly, and I would not. I would never would because you're not." And Heidi said, "I respect you too, but I lost some of my respect for you today." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that is an awful impression. Um, it's quite a muted feud, but I'm quite invested in it, especially after the Britta and Aiden one was so boring. This one feels a bit more, I don't know, genuine, more exciting. Yeah, and it's more exciting because obviously Gigi's like the star of the show now. So if they try and turn her into a villain, that would be really interesting. Yeah, Gigi's the star of the show in terms of a potential winner. And then Heidi feels like she's becoming the fan favourite, really, doesn't she? Everyone loves Heidi. Everyone does. How could you not? And then also, we're loving Widow for giving us this new word, Apollo lie, which she um, uses because Jackie gives her a fake apology about... 
again from Untucked, she was kicking Widow and everyone when they were down for being bad in the Snatch game. So I also think maybe Jackie's going to emerge as a villain. Do you, do you see that? Possibly, but I think Jackie had a point. All she was saying is, you know Snatch Game is coming. It's like the one challenge you definitely know is coming, so prepare for it. Um, yeah, I do agree with that, but like as Widow said, you can do all the preparation in the world, but it's a scary thing to do and you can freeze in the moment. And I do agree with what Widow and I can't remember who else was saying it said, which is like when people have already been put in the bottom, I don't really see the point in then chastising them further for doing badly when they've already kind of been punished. And I do think when Jackie finds herself in the bottom, would she want people to treat her like that? So I am anti-Jackie at the moment. Ooh. A, a lot of it is to do with what happens later in this episode, but we shall get to that. <laughs> uh, we find out Widow fucked her knee. Well, like, fucked it up, not like made love to it. Although <laughs> there is a big hole, so she could if she wanted to. Um, she says she's hoping for a dance challenge so she can watch them all fail, despite the fact her knee is fucked. So, yeah. I yeah, feel that's like they, a bit cocky. I feel like the contestants these days hide their injuries because, you know, obviously Eureka was ordered to leave season nine, wasn't she? She was. She was marched out with a firing squad. So I feel like even if, like, someone's leg came off, they'd just kind of, I don't know, hot glue it back on and just, <laughs> no, I don't want to wait another year for Drag Race. Um... Equally painful is Jan in this episode. So she talks about a Jansition. She's talking about the awkwardness, the tension. And they're all just stood there at the workroom table, just kind of quiet, aren't they? It is really tense. And you don't usually get drag queens being very quiet. So you just know that shit got real. But when shit got really real is when RuPaul comes in and says, there are all kinds of queens, but there's only one queen of pop. Don't t- say Taylor Swift, Charlie. Do I what? Don't say Taylor Swift. The Queen of Pop is, of course, Madonna. So th- <laughs> this is like all my Christmases come at once. Obviously, to me, Madonna is more than just an icon. I feel like I've followed her almost like a religion since I was a child. She's shaped who I am. Yes, it's her fault I'm like this. <laughs> I've, I have always lived my life by what would Madonna do. And it sounds cliche, but... I owe everything to Madonna. And I just love when these TV shows, like, Glee did it once, and I loved it, really celebrate everything she's done. Because her career, if you study it properly, is utterly remarkable. There are a few people in the history of pop music who have a catalogue like hers and have changed pop music the way that she has. But you're going to have to stop me because I will go on about Madonna for hours and hours think, and then. Do you think the young gays respect Madonna, Madonna enough? Because you say, like, Glee and Drag Race have done it but Glee obviously Ryan Murphy's a bit older and RuPaul's a bit older and I wonder if you think the young queens respect her enough I absolutely do not and I I don't even think the young queens are these days are respecting Gaga and Britney enough never mind Madonna they're all caught up in their jewelippers and Billie Eilish and all this stuff and you know what I'm not having it because they all owe an, an what's the word unlimited debt no something debt to Madonna <laughs> in my opinion so, Charlie, I haven't figured out how big a Madonna fan are you? I I do like a lot of Madonna stuff. I do when I go on, like, Spotify and I realise she's had just so many hits. And your favourite, the... you've t- said before, was it Don't Tell Me? No, I mean, it, pro- it probably is Vogue, which I know is a really boring answer. No, that's, that's a perfectly fine most. answer. 
I just think these queens are so lucky that they get to do this. I mean, I think that's the prize in itself. But no one is more excited than Jan, who has said that the Rusical is her favourite challenge and she even hosts parties at her house where they watch all the Rusicals, which sounds like an awful party, even though I love Drag Race. I mean, come on. What Rusicals? Um, so they've done Share the Rusical. They've done, like, RuPaul's Life, the Rusical. Oh, I forgot about RuPaul's. There was Shade the Rusical, but that, that one wasn't based on a pop star. And I guess, I don't know whether you would count maybe like stuff like Glamazonian Airwaves, but they didn't sing in that, did they? They were lip syncing. And I think there was the Farmer Rusical, but that again, they didn't oh, sing in it. wasn't there Trump last year? Oh yeah, Trump. Oh, there's been quite a few actually, hasn't there? Hmm. No. Yeah. Um, but this, I think this is the best one. It's safe to say at this point, not just because of Madonna. I do think the... I think before this, probably Shade of the Rusical, everyone said was the best one with Courtney and Adora and everything. And even though that had higher moments, I think this is just an absolutely well-rounded production. Um, right, I want to know what you thought of... Did you think Jan was building up to a win? Because they were hyping it up from the beginning this episode. Yeah, I think this was her for the taking, no? Well, and I, I actually... Go Sorry, go on. Well, I was thinking... Um, She's, like, been saved so many times. And I think she's becoming, actually, a real fan favourite. And everyone's like, why are they sleeping on Jan? And so I think they're building up, like, she's been safe, safe, safe. And then she's finally going to have her breakthrough. Well, I thought that when the challenge was coming. But to be honest, you will notice this now I say it. Any time that a contestant predicts they're going to win the challenge in a confessional, they usually don't. Um, They usually wouldn't include that. So I could tell that Jan has been set up for a robbery from the beginning i'm not re- i'm not often right but i was right on this one ed you I would think... have predicted you'd be winning it wouldn't you in your confessional oh 100 percent. but i would definitely win this musical and if i didn't the meltdown would be oh my god it'd be a bloodbath <laughs> you think jan <laughs> took it badly um right charlie i want to ask your opinion on this and this is something that i have spent a lot of time thinking about now mm-hmm. so the queens pick their own roles. Yeah. Which usually doesn't happen, but they get to figure it out between themselves. But how are they all in their Madonna outfits? How do you think oh this happened? Oh my God, this was my one question to you. How did they get all the Madonna outfits in different sizes? They didn't know what roles they were going to be. So here's what I think are the options of what could have happened. A, they have each costume, each Madonna look in every single size of every contestant, which seems to me very unrealistic that's like 80 outfits or the 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 madonna looks are assigned before the queens get there and that whole thing was staged where they picked their roles but i don't think that's true either because they were like talking about it and swapping and i just really can't figure it out they're not good enough actors to do that i don't think are they oh yeah that's true <laughs> we're giving them too much credit do you think maybe no, they I have the fab- that i was like Oh, how's Britta got her... I mean, a lot of the queens are roughly the same size, but Britta's a bigger girl, Sherry's a bigger girl. So do you think they could have big outfits, uh, big versions of every outfit, and then they, like, what do you call it, pin it in for whoever ends up wearing it? Maybe, I guess so. It's for... Well, usually, whenever we have these kind of conundrums, um, one of our lovely listeners lets us know what's happening because they tend to know way more than what we do. So please, I really do want to get to the bottom of this because I've not been sleeping and I'm getting stressed. Um, we... Did they write their own verses or was that written for them? 
it was written for them. So they never write their own musical ones. They write their own like raps in the rap kind of challenges. Or they wrote their own in You Don't Know Me and I'm That Bitch at the openers of the season. But these rusicals are um, more advanced. They should have got me to write them, actually. But <laughs> I was once again snubbed. <laughs> Charlie, what would you have chosen out of these options? I would want... Hmm, I wouldn't want Jans. I don't want the early one. No. I probably... Because I'm not a singer, I probably would have gone for Jada's and done that sexy, sultry spoken part to justify my love. That is a good strategic choice. Um, what would you have chosen? I think I would would have gone with Virgin. And also I cannot sing, but I do. I think I can channel the energy of that song. Um, definitely better than Jackie did. But we shall get to that. Shade? Jackie liked even though they were meant to be figuring out their own roles Jackie took like a dominating role in it and was kind of pushing everyone into their roles I felt I'm sorry I'm very anti-Jackie this episode so you're just going to have to deal with it Um, do you think Jan was silly for compromising on who she got because she I've forgotten who her first choice was but she did she got a second choice didn't she yeah no never go first never open I know that on Drag Race they always try and contrive it being like Oh, if you're so good, you want to open, because who'd want to follow that? But ne- no one who goes first ever wins. Right, let me think of an exception to that. Cameron in the share Rusical, she did go first and win. Oh, did she? Okay. I take it back. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's put, it puts extra pressure on you. And I guess is it the whole thing of, by the end of the show, you've kind of been forgotten, because you were exactly. first. Exactly. Um, I think Jan, yeah, it's a bit like nice guys finish last, don't they? Um, so maybe she needs to be more tough. Yeah, and also that verse wasn't particularly exciting. No, I think it was one of the weaker verses for show. For show. I think musically, Madonna's first album is probably her weakest as well, which is probably sacrilege to say. Um, my lucky star. Well done, that is the first album. Any yeah. trivia you can put forward, Charlie, I'll be very impressed. It's Borderline's um, first album. Borderline. It was. Borderline's my favourite on the first album. And it's my mum's favourite Madonna song, so that makes it extra special for me. God, I'm so gay. Um, right, where was I? Um, oh, yeah, also, there's Gigi doesn't get her first pick because uh, Britta refuses to do the unapologetic True Blue. Um, do you think Gigi, again, was mistaken? Well, we know she wasn't in the end, but... Uh, well, yeah, I think she would have better in that outfit than Britta did. Yeah, she definitely... <laughs> that is very true. Um, they I actually are... love True Blue. That's one of my favourite Madonna songs. True Blue. I didn't like it for years and years, and then it, a few years ago it kind of clicked with me. Um, it is actually one of her number ones. It used, it used to be, like, the only number one song she had that I didn't really fuck with, but now I do. And it's a love letter to Sean Penn, her first husband. Oh, the whole album True Blue man. was dedicated to him. And then the next album, Like a Prayer, was all about their divorce. So there you go. <laughs> uh, they record um, their tracks with Michelle Visage. And the show keeps referring to Michelle as the biggest Madonna fan in the world, which I've been in touch with my lawyers. No, I'm not, I'm not having that because that is just factually not true. Yes, Michelle's been around longer, but I am the biggest Madonna fan in the world. And... I won't fight about many things, but I will fight about that. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, 
Heidi gets a really funny quote in. She says, It's ironic that Jada is the trade of the season. She's turning into Minnie Mouse now. But finds it hard to be sexy. What if she's not the trade of the season? What if I'm the trade of the season? <laughs> Sorry. Not with those nails on, Heidi. <laughs> Do you think Heidi's trade? No, that squeaky little mouse voice, I can't do it. Do you think she kind of did look manly when she was doing a dance rehearsal? Or am I just going crazy? No, I think... Well, you know who I think trade of the season is. Oh, Crystal, yeah. Oh, so adorable. You have so much in common with RuPaul. Is it not putting you off that she keeps crying? No, I like him vulnerable. <laughs> like him damaged. You're used to the men who are with you crying a lot. So Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so Gigi doesn't know who Patty Lapone is. How bad do you think that is? She's young queens. I just don't know anything, do they? I don't think it's that bad. I mean, obviously I know who Patty Lapone is, but do you know what? I I'm starting to change my attitude on this because I think I have been this person who's judging younger gays for not knowing their references. But when we were that age, did we know? I don't know. Whoever the equivalent was then. Probably not. Like, I don't think being gay means you have to, like, pass a test to be gay. Like, you can be gay and just be interested in whatever you are interested in. You don't have to do loads of research into history so that if you ever get on a TV show, you don't look stupid. I would disagree with that because I think you don't have to be gay. I think you have to be a drag queen. And that's what I want with my drag queens is that wealth of cultural references. And that's why I think RuPaul is the ultimate drag queen in that sense because she has so many cultural references from like yeah, you're right. Old... You've changed my mind, actually. So, but... think, yeah, being gay, I think definitely as a drag queen, I want to see that you know, you know, 1920s flapper style and you've got fashion references from like the past 120 years, but also you've got like cinema and TV and music and fa- like but... all these different references. But Gigi has got loads of old references. Like she's been probably the most referential queen on the runway. So, uh, but every... not everyone is going to know who everyone is. And Patti Lapone is not that famous. I mean, obviously she's a huge name in Broadway, but she's never really been big in films and stuff like that. I mean, I mainly know her from Girls, to be honest. You love Girls, she don't you? Girls. She has just a cameo where Hannah goes to her house one day to do a um, interview with her about osteoporosis. Oh yes. And she's really, really funny in it. But I think Patti LuPone is the... She's the original Evita, isn't she? She originated the role. We originated yeah. the role! Sorry. Oh, have you not up. seen... There's a famous clip of Patti LuPone slagging off Madonna. I have, have seen, seen that? that. That was quite... It was quite recent, wasn't it? Three years ago or something? Yeah, she said she's a movie killer. She looks dead behind the eyes. <laughs> God. Um, I mean, even I, as a Madonna superfan, cannot defend some of Madonna's movies. What's your worst Madonna film, Charlie? Uh, I mean, what Madonna films have I seen? So I've seen Evita. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, Seek Desperately Seeking Susan. Mm-hmm. You've seen the um, good ones. Oh my God, I saw that film she directed. Was it WE? That was pretty terrible. I've still never seen that. It's rough. Yeah, I didn't hear it was good. I thought it'd be too upsetting to watch it, actually. Um, I think the worst Madonna film, which... Um, it's not funny for me because I'm too big of a fan to find it funny. But if you, uh, if you wanted to watch it to laugh at, I think you could do it. It's called The Next Best Thing. It's... Hi, Rupert. Oh, Rupert Everett. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you listened to his um, Desert Island Discs? No. How, does he talk about so Madonna? So good. But he talks about the film a lot and how it killed his career. It completely killed his career. Stone dead. 
he was the one who convinced her to do the cover version of American Pie. So we have a lot to um, blame him for. But Madonna no longer speaks to him because he said in a book that he wrote that Madonna always slightly smells of sweat and she never spoke to him again. It's true. It's because she's doing yoga so much. <laughs> she's always on the go. Um, so we get Jamal Sims in the rehearsal. Do you fancy Jamal Sims? I don't. I won't kick him out of bed. I probably <laughs> couldn't kick him out of bed. He is, looks very strong. Is is he gay? I don't know. I was I getting don't really straight. Know who he is. is he famous? I mean, I think he's a famous choreographer, but choreographers aren't. That's a hard word to say. Choreographer. I oh, know it's not hard. Um, but yeah, I don't think we need to know the names of choreographers, apart from Todrick Hall, who seems to have been fired from the show. <laughs> Thank God. They call me fag, and I'm the one with the bag. They call me... Do you like his music? I like the hair, nails, teeth... Not hair, nails, teeth. Where's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Head, shoulders, knees and toes. That song. <laughs> is um, Sierra featured in that? No, I don't think anyone is. Oh, modified. I think he did do something with Sierra. Anyway, um, people have been talking a lot about Jan's outfit in the rehearsal. What did you make of that? Oh, let me see her little outfit. Is she, did she have a little scarf around her neck? Or was that Jackie? Oh, no, that was Jackie, wasn't it? She just wore, like, really, really tiny black shorts. And they kind of... I don't know why it's got people talking, but I did think it was weird when I watched it, but I couldn't put my finger on why. Well, I think... isn't Couldn't Jan be considered some trade? I think someone said before... Wait, you said Jan Heidi's, or Jackie? I said Jan. Oh, yeah, it is Jan and her tiny black shorts. <laughs> I think she could be considered some trade, No. I think Heidi said if she had her boy brows, she'd be trade. Um, I just think Jan is too oh. high school musical to be considered trade. Also, we are misusing the word trade. She's trade is meant smooth. to be like straight workman, not Jan and her fake boy brows prancing around the stage. <laughs> Do you... Um, Britta says that she thinks widow's knees should be healed by now and that she needs to get over it. All right, nurse Britta. I know, especially given Britta took so long to get over her injury, which is basically Aidan Zane's presence. So who's she to tell people to move on? Am I right? <laughs> it is nice to see a bitch about people other than Aidan, though, because that was getting so monotonous. And she also bitches about Jan. She says Jan sometimes thinks she's better than other people. <gasps> Do you think that's true? Hot kettle and black. Hot <laughs> kettle black. You don't need to bring a race into it. I don't know why you've done that. Um... <laughs> Did you find it arousing when Jackie was like, what is the word? Gyrating? Pumping? No, it was boxy and stiff. I mean, I usually <laughs> it like it stiff, very but stiff. no. <laughs> um, I found it really cringe when she was trying to, like, kind of make a joke of it, but it just came off as like, oh, I'm doing really badly and I'm now desperately just trying to laugh it off, but it actually really made me cringe. Yeah, I don't often not cringe cute. watching Drag Race. struggling. But, yeah. So at this point, who did you think was going to win? I thought... I thought Jan. I thought Jan had it in the bag. Well, I thought Jan wouldn't. Um, so who did I think was going to win at this point? I think maybe I thought Heidi was going to get her win. Because her dad... She is a really, really, really good dancer. I know, like, a lot she of them is, are good she's dancers. very but... hip-hop. And Madonna isn't, like, hip-hop. Yeah, although that era that she does, she was being quite hip-hop. But we shall get to that in the musical. Before that, we have to have our weekly serious moment. And this week, it's Heidi's gunkle passing away from HIV. 
Um, there's a lot of uncle stories this season, isn't there? Go what? This completely bypassed me. When did this happen? Oh my God, have I made this up? Is this a dream? No, Heidi started talking about how her uncle, who was gay, and her inspiration as a gay man, um, passed away from HIV. I forgot oh, what the link was to the episode. Oh yeah, it was because Madonna was a big AIDS advocate, like one of the first big celebrities to kind of um, do that before it was kind of more um, acceptable to do so. So she gets a lot of props for that, her, Elton John, and I think Elizabeth Taylor was a big name in that as well. Um, but yes, so they use that to sh- uh, talk about Heidi's uncle, which is a sad story. And then we also get the sad story about Crystal breaking down in tears about her dad who suffers with Parkinson's. Um, did you get emotional here? I didn't. I think it was a little bit contrived for me. Oh. I know the whole show's contrived and I know the producers come in and be like, I'll oh, talk about this, talk about that. But I just felt, I don't know. I thought this looked like a really genuine moment. You could feel Crystal's pain. I don't know. When they talk about the sub-stories, I don't know. I'm a bit over it now. Yeah, I don't think we need it every week. Maybe like one in every three weeks. And just yeah, keep it, it to just like close family. Week, so now we have one of them's going to talk about... You know, Jackie talked about her parents not knowing she's in drag. Widow's got eight sub-stories going on the go. <laughs> Yeah, when they start having second cousins removed dying, I'm going to just start fast-forwarding through it. But here's an interesting thing. Did you think about this? So Crystal is talking about Parkinson's. And last week, Sherry Pye did what is seeming to be a controversial um, portrayal of Catherine Hepburn, who didn't have Parkinson's, but she had a... I'm not going to get this right. Something tremor. Yeah, tremor. Did you think Crystal will have found that offensive? I don't know. I think she's triggered. I think so. I wonder if she said something to her, but because Sherry Pie has to be edited out, we didn't get to see it. I do not know. We'll have to see. Maybe Crystal kicked off and untacked. We didn't know. By the way, Charlie, you did a really good spot last week and noticing the... Oh, what the fuck is her name? Patricia Quinn going off on um, Aidan Zane. Was it true? Did it turn out to be true? Oh my god, it's been a huge thing now. It's like it got picked up by all the news. You spotted it really early, um, but it was true. And then, yes, yeah, she's been going off about it. She's been ranting, raving, saying it was offensive. And then she talked about how Sherry Pie's one was offensive to Catherine Hepburn, and she said like Aidan Zane is a disgrace. All this stuff. It's been so Did juicy. She put herself in the same context as Catherine Hepburn. She's like me and Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> me and my peer, Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> I did go on YouTube and like an interview of Patricia Green came up I think on some Australian show and it was from like three years ago and she was completely with it and wasn't old and crazy she was like completely speaking I mean she was quite quirky and eccentric but yeah it was like, that was only three years ago so I do think Aidan's portrayal of her as this like Alzheimer ridden woman is actually <laughs> really rude well Especially because Aiden kept making references to drugs, and that is quite a bold accusation. And Patricia Quinn says she doesn't take drugs. So, and especially a lot of people were saying she needs to get a sense of humour, but I do think there's a context of obviously, if it's like Beyonce on Snatch Game, then Beyonce is Beyonce. But Patricia Quinn isn't that famous. So, this is actually going to be quite a defining moment in her career. It's like Rocky Horror, 40 years, and then this. So. <laughs> Like, she's bound to kind of get a bit wound up about it. So I see it from both sides. Um, but I do think that Crystal will be tough 
uh, in terms of dealing with everything she's gone through because she's bravely coping with all this sexual harassment from RuPaul as well. So she's clearly made of strong stuff. My friend Justin, see if you agree or not, he thinks Crystal is getting a cutier edit and that she's actually going to make top four and be like most improved. Oh my God. Do you see? Um, I don't see it. I think Crystal's going to go in the next week or two, but he, he's convinced she's making top four and it's a, it's a, it's a cheeky edit. There's something weird about Crystal's edit because she seems like the show really likes her and they're building her up to do well, but it doesn't feel like she's also a contender. I feel like she's kind of getting a sugar cane edit, but just they're enjoying her more. I think you're right. She's not long for this world, but I definitely can't see her in the final. I just... I, 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 just and I don't think... I don't think she's going to be much of a lip syncer. No, I hope she is, though. Um, she's going to be quite tame and quite we, safe. We need some fucking good lip syncs this season, and I am not joking. Um, have you heard this, Charlie? Oh, my God. I'm going to build up to this. Gigi and Crystal are dating. Oh, I saw one rumour. Yes. And I thought it was just a rumour. But then did you notice there was a little confessional of Gigi in this episode where she kind of talks about Crystal and something like, it felt like they were starting something. Oh, do you think this is the burgeoning of some romance? I think the romance is going to happen on the show. I think next week we're going to see... Gigi and Crystal like scissoring in the workroom and RuPaul <laughs> is gonna see Crystal with someone else go absolutely mental eliminate Gigi on the spot and crown Sherry Pie <laughs> that's my prediction can you imagine uh, if they'd all recorded if they did it in the olden days or that they recorded a winner and it was Sherry Pie <laughs> god that, that would, would be, be awful and they, they have to write to her and ask her for the prize money back I'll just I've, write to her um, I've heard that they've announced Celebrity Drag Race, haven't they? Very soon. Oh, yes. Good point. I forgot to mention that. Yes. And it's going to be four over four weeks because I thought it was going to be like a one-off like the Hollisley. I thought it was a one-off and it's four weeks. But as some... Um, I've heard rumours that it's be- the final of this series will then come after that. So oh, they're trying I've... to postpone the final of 12 so they can film it. So they can't film at the moment. So they, I think they... Someone said they were going to insert a celebrity one to stall while they see if they can buy enough time so they can get together and film a final. Well, celebrity starts in a few weeks. I think it's going to run concurrently with the season. So I don't ah. think it's... Um, apparently, I heard that the reason they're doing that is because everyone's in because of coronavirus. So they think apparently ratings have gone up. So they're trying to get all their content squished in before lockdown ends, which is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know in a few weeks when celebrity starts, there's going to be... Um, three hours of Drag Race every Saturday to watch. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do, because I don't know if it's available in the UK, uh, the celebrity one. There's no news on it yet. So I don't know if we're even going to be able to review it. I hope we can. It's American celebrities. I've ha- not heard anything about who the celebrities are. I saw the drag queen. Did you watch the trailer, Charlie? I did. Which drag queens were on it? Uh, I think Trixie and Bob. Trixie, Bob, Monique... Vanjie and Monet and do we say Alyssa? Alyssa I think was on it um, yes it's a good cast is it all I don't know if it's men or women um, I've heard that there is a um, drag king featured in it which mm-hmm. feels like they might be testing the waters for that for the normal show yeah. and I bet it's going to be really shit celebrities let's not get our hopes up 
Yeah. Um, so we get uh, everyone's doing their gaps in their teeth. Obviously, signature Madonna. Do you think they got photos of Madonna or do they just do it for memory? Um, I think maybe they were given some pictures, but you should not need a picture of Madonna. Although, yeah, because they all do a good makeup of her. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Um, obviously, you've got a gap, Charlie. I do. Does that make you relate to Madonna? It does. Me, Madonna, the wife of Bath. <laughs> the wife of what? The wife of Bath in the Chaucer, the Canterbury Tales. She famously took... Yeah, sorry. Sorry for bringing a bit about highbrow culture to this podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Who else has got... Who else is famous for a gap? Exactly. (laughs) So the wife of Bath has a whole... She does a whole verse about how having a gap... uh, Having gap in your tooth means you're lecherous. Oh, well, it's definitely true with you. (laughs) I naturally have one, but it was closed during my braces. Um, but I actually would have liked to have kept the gap. I would have liked it a bit sh- smaller because it was absolutely fucking huge. It was Heidi levels. Um, but yeah, I do believe it's good luck. And I did, I did used to enjoy having it in common with Madonna, but all the rest of my teeth were so fucked. It was impossible to continue that way. They're lovely now. Oh, thank you, Moon. Should we do to the moon? All right, count me in. Three, two, one. Two, 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 the, two moon. the moon. To the to moon, the moon. To, to the moon. moon, come on and take me away to, 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 the, to moon. the moon. We were really out of practice on that one. <laughs> it's harder when you're not in the same room. Um, over to you, Moon. Hello. <laughs> what are you wearing, if anything? I've got uh, a nice Fred Perry on today. I can reveal my webcam to you. Oh, let me see this. Oh, it's pink. I was thinking that sounded a bit manly for you, but you've kept it. Fully gay, you look you look like a marshmallow. Comme de garçon, Fred Perry. Oh my God! Someone's getting fancy up in Scotland. Am I right? Um, okay, turn the webcam off, please, Moon. It's distracting us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, do. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of gay outfits, RuPaul comes out in red latex. I am interested to hear what you think of this, Charlie. Loved it. Head to toe. Loved it. Loved the hair. Love it all. Bitch, I thought you were going to hate it. No, it's everything. Do you not think that the proportions are a bit off? No, in what sense? I thought she looked a bit bricky. I thought she needed to be more cinched. Oh, you're calling her a bit chubby? I just thought she looked a bit blocky, a bit hogbody. Am I allowed to say that? belt on it. Yeah, I think about... Uh, my friend Katie said, who gives me her opinions every week on the show, and they are invaluable, and she's even got her husband joining in. His comments are good for a straight man, but not as invaluable. No shade, Ian. Um, she said that RuPaul was, and I quote, mutton dressed as lamb. <laughs> oh! <laughs> there's, something, <laughs> there's something very cutting about that phrase, isn't there? There is, oh, I've just noticed, you... watching it back, when she sat down, she adjusted the top. Have you noticed this? She took the fluffy bit off. The friv- uh, not fluffy bit off. The uh, ruffles. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. If you look on the... When she first got the runway, the red goes all the way up above her boobs. And when she sat down, it's all black until below her boobs. She must have adjusted herself. Well, apparently, usually when RuPaul gets behind the desk, she takes off everything from the waist down and has jogging pants on. That's not a joke. Apparently, she does do that, um, which I live. 
But yes, mutton dressed as lamb. Um, speaking of, Michelle, uh, she finally... Cl- I have always heard that Michelle had a cease and desist letter from Madonna. And it wasn't until this episode that I realised that was not true. And she tells the real story, which was that Madonna's label called Michelle's label and said, if you're going to steal Madonna's look, at least do it well, which Michelle had the reaction I would, which is just thrilled that Madonna knew who she was. (laughs) Which celebrity would be most likely to send you a cease and desist, Charlie? Who do I badger? Probably Gok Wan from my GAY days when whenever he was in GAY, we used to shout across the floor, put a belt on it. <laughs> he used um, to hate us so much. Me and my mate Annabelle just across the dance floor the whole night. Put a belt on it. <laughs> so probably if, Gok um, Wan. You had to, I've got a really hard question for you now. If you had to choose Crystal from the UK drag race or Crystal from the American drag race for Rumpy Pumpy. Oh, God, I really regret saying that now. Um, Who would you choose? (laughs) I think American Crystal. I've heard it's better quality. (laughs) Well, they make it themselves. (laughs) Um, Carson is on the judging panel, which I think is significant for... Do you know why it's significant? No, why? (laughs) Um, So I was obsessed with the video of Madonna kissing Britney when I was young. And when Madonna kisses Britney, you know, it famously pans to Justin Timberlake's face. Who looks kind of like disturbed by what he's seeing. Stood behind him is Carson Kresley getting his life. And I've always... That's the main thing I know Carson Kresley from. So I never watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I always remember him from thousands of times I've watched that Madonna Britney video. Is he there? <laughs> he's there and he's still here and he still looks the same. Um, so Carson's there. We get Winnie Harlow. Are you familiar with her? America's uh, Next Model. Is that right? Oh, is she a winner of the show? I think she was on. I think she. Com- I know she's a. I think she comes from the next top model franchise. I think that does ring a bell. Um, I think she was in Beyonce's "Sorry" video of or formation. One of them, I think sorry. she was in. I'm not sorry. Um, Apollo lie. You're not sorry. Um, are you familiar with the AOC? I am, and I know she's a big fan of the show, and I thought she she was a bit boring. I thought she seemed very canned, which makes sense, because, like, obviously they are a fish out of water in these shows, because they are in politics. They're not meant to be, like, clicking their fingers and getting their life. But, yeah, I just thought she seemed a bit out of her element and a bit, yeah, just disingenuine. Is she a potential, like... I know that this year's presidential race is already sorted, but is she, like, a future potential president um i don't think so i think she's really popular in new york but i think if you go to like rural america she's like the devil oh do they hate her well yeah i think she's just super progressive and like about the environment and really left wing she was a big bernie supporter and he's Um, gone now isn't he yeah god i know so much it's crazy and I know so much because can I get some credit for the fact last week I predicted it would be a night of a thousand Michelle Visages this week and it happened. You did? 
I'm waiting for my round of applause. And I think it's because... (laughs) Because they showed Jackie last week, and Jackie is the only one on this runway. I mean, we'll get to the runway, but who I think I could read as Michelle Visage. Anyone else, I don't think I'd look at them and would have got the reference immediately. Do you think that Michelle is acting when they Rue tells her and she acts like she didn't know it was happening? Uh, I don't know. I can't tell. I think she's faking it. Wasn't the same it. when it was like the roast of Michelle Visage and she actually didn't know. I think the bitch is faking it. Uh, what Ooh. would you do? For, what would you do for a Michelle runway? For a Michelle runway, I would have to do like an iconic Michelle look. I'd have to have black hair. It would be what's like my favorite Michelle Visage look. Or maybe I'd do a Michelle on Strictly look. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, it was she, like a the Vogue yeah, outfit. It was UK that one. was good. Although, was she dressed as Madonna for the Vogue outfit? I guess that wouldn't work, would it? Especially this week. Um, yeah, I'd maybe do one of Michelle's. Uh, yeah, strictly looks. Um, I would come out like mid implant removal and do like a bloody Dragula type look. Oh my god! Or you could come out like in a complete green gown, just as shade. Ooh, uh, or you could come out in a Ben de la Creme illusion. That'd be like a witty thing to do. Would it? No, I don't know. <laughs> um, we're going to take a short break now. I'm not going to sing because I'm too hungover. I know it's my own fault. And we'll be right back in a second. Bye. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. And it's the world premiere of Madonna, the unauthorised Rusical. Rusical. <laughs> it opens up with Michelle doing Madame X or Madonna X as they're calling it. And then we get Jan. What did you make of Jan? I thought she was good and cute and gave it a roll, but I wasn't... Uh, that excited by her. But, I'm sorry, the winner of this episode were those four dancers. Lord Almighty. Were they hot? Oh my God, someone's been in a relationship too long yet noticed. When you're single and in lockdown, those four dancers were everything. (laughs) Oh my God, they were... If anyone is dressed like Madonna on stage, I'm not looking at anyone else but the person dressed like Madonna. But I am going to rewatch it now that you've said that. Because um, oh, I want to see the trade of the season. I love the references in this musical. Uh, they do the reference to ruling the world, which Madonna said famously in one of her first interviews uh, when she got famous and about her not shaving her pits. But there's one really cringy line in Jan's bit, which is, shared a name with my mother. She died when I was five years old. It's like, that's a bit of a weird thing to put into a cheery song. <laughs> Madonna's very traumatised about the death of her mother. I don't know if she'd appreciate that being shoehorned in. Um, I have a controversial opinion here, and I want to know if you share it. Even though Jan is a good singer, I think there's something quite horrible about her voice. It's quite trill. Yeah, it feels like you strained. You know, like, I mean, I'm not going to shade Christina Aguilera, but you know how people always say about Christina, yes, the voice is amazing, but it's not nice on the ear sometimes. I'm yeah. getting that a little bit with Jan, to be honest. But she did a great job, so if she'd got the win, I wouldn't have contested that. Not that I can contest anything. Uh, 
Um, what I will contest is Jackie, who I thought was absolutely awful doing Like a Virgin, and I am not jocking. Oh, she was really stiff. The dancing was awful. And also the makeup. The nose was weird and the makeup. Oh, my God. And the lip. The lip was so non-existent. She needed a proper lip. Um, Are you familiar with the performance that this is referencing, Charlie? Yes. When she just rolled around on the floor, lip-syncing. So this basically... um, kind of launched the VMAs. It was the first time that the VMAs ever had like a controversial headline-grabbing performance when Madonna simulated masturbation, almost, in the wedding dress. And it's kind of... The, its legacy is the fact that the VMAs still continue to be a controversial and huge event every year, because I think they owe it all to Madonna. I mean, I credit Madonna with everything. Um, you know, I once sung Like a Virgin on karaoke in a gay bar in Huddersfield, and... Um, it was so bad that everyone was booing me. And then halfway through the song, because I ploughed through, um, I turned it around and everyone started cheering me. And then I realised that I turned off the mic and that's why they were cheering. Oh, But you're a really good singer. I've heard you sing before. <laughs> um, a bit of trivia about this era, this song. Madonna actually didn't like Like a Virgin, or Material Girl for that matter, for quite a long time. And she has in the past vowed to stop uh, performing them which she's never stuck to but it's i personally hate when singers write off some of their big hits do you hate that yeah i mean madonna's famous for it isn't she of like not doing all the hits at her concerts and she'll give you a select few hits and then do mostly new stuff is that right yeah she's one of the people most criticized for that she does like to perform her new songs but even, but so, some of her old songs like Like a Prayer, Holiday, Lies La Bonita, she always goes back to them. She always likes them. But she, you can always tell with Like a Virgin, there's a huge reluctance to her. Is there a dog somewhere? Oh, maybe it was out my window. Oh, yeah, I can hear him now. Well, we appreciate all opinions in this podcast, including dogs. <laughs> Pet friendly. Um, do you know what video Gigi is doing? Uh, True Blue, no? I think it's Papa Don't Preach. Maybe oh, it is True Papa Blue. Don't Preach. Well, it's the, definitely the True Blue album era, but she kind of had platinum blonde hair throughout that. Um, she Gigi does. Is that... so thin. Sorry. She is very thin. She's a lot more attractive as a woman than a man. Can I say that? Is she, what is she, gender fluid now? Gender queer? She's gender fluid now. Yeah. Well, she, she's a very attractive woman. Um, she's no Naomi Smalls. Um, are you gagged by this flip? The flip was cute, and I think she kind of got the little, what's it called, the walk and the stamp, or whatever it's called, that Madonna does. I thought she gave a real good attitude. I did think she did a really good job. I'm not sure she was my winner, though. I did think she did a really good job. It must be, sorry, I can't move on from this flip. It must be so hard to do a flip in heels. I just don't understand how she can do that. Because she doesn't seem to be limber in any other way, apart from just these massive fucking flips. I just don't understand it. Um, anyway, a bit of trivia about True Blue, the album. It's Madonna's best-selling studio album ever. Sorry, that was me getting an email. Um, yeah, True Blue is her biggest ever album uh, from the studio, but Immaculate, the Immaculate Collection is her biggest-selling album of all time, but that's the greatest hits. So I'm educating people today. Yeah, um, I like the trivia. <laughs> oh Ed, um, I wanted to get your opinion on my yeah. favourite Madonna song 
which is Oh Father. Oh, that's a very good song and not an obvious choice. Yeah, um, I've always loved it, it. It's from the Like a Prayer album and it has a very cinematic um, video because uh, she's had a long and troubled relationship with her dad, Tony. Um, but actually, Oh Father has a bad distinction to it. It, ra- it was the song that ended Madonna's run of consecutive top 10 hits in the UK. She had the longest run of anyone, but it was Oh Father that finally broke it. Oh, really? I know, but so she'll appreciate the fact that you still stand for it, Moon. And I appreciate it as well. Thanks, Oh, oh Father, you never wanted a mama, man. Sorry. <laughs> um, for singing even worse than what I just did, Britta. What did you make of Britta, Charlie? Oh, the outfit was shocking. But then I guess it's not their fault, is it? If they get given the outfits, it yeah. just wasn't. And the shoe, you know I'm a shoe queen. That heel <laughs> was the so show. low. Girl, I'd wear that as a boy shoe. That's how low the heel was. Um, did you think she did a serviceable job, though, with the lip sync and the singing? No, the dancing was off. It was just rough. It was, it was hodgepodge. I was seeing vinegar strokes <laughs> up in there. It was hodgepodge. A uh, bit of trivia about Express Yourself. Uh, at the time it was made, it was the most expensive video of all time. Which is um, an honour that Madonna's had multiple times since, because she did it again when she released Bedtime Stories, which became the most expensive video at the time. Which, by the way, it's not one of Madonna's better known hits, but you should watch the video because it is an actual work of art. And then she did it again years later with Die Another Day from the Bond um, movie of the same name. That That's an, also an amazing video. God, I love Madonna so much. Um, well, I, often see, I often see Die Another Day what? top worst Bond songs of all time. Oh, the worst Bond film? No, worst Bond theme song. Whenever they release it. How whenever dare they release you? Best and worst Bond theme songs of all time. Madonna always tops the worst ones. I think that's just because it's not a typical Bond theme, but it is actually a good song. It's got a very good beat and it's very fun to dance dramatically to. I think the worst Bond theme is fucking Sam Smith's. Hi. I think they fucked it up big time with that one. Everyone's making fun of Sam Smith at the moment, aren't they? Have you seen... Why was he done now? Oh, they're crying in his... Crying in their mansion. uh, Because they were like, oh, it's so hard. But then... I mean, a lot of celebrities are getting flack for this at the moment. It's like, no one wants to see you crying in your mansion. You've got loads of space. It's not as hard for you as it is for the likes of me in my shoebox house. But also, I quite like seeing in the houses. So, I don't know what I want. Jada Essence Hall does the Justify My Love video, which was banned at the time. Uh, this was your choice too, Charlie. Do you think she does a good job? I, going to be controversial, Jada was my winner of the episode. I thought she absolutely she, nailed it. She was really good. She's very, very hot. Her body's amazing, isn't it? I, she was serving body oddy oddy. She absolutely nailed it. I thought, genuinely, I've watched it. I was like, Jada, out of the performances, Jada was my winner. I thought she nailed it. I would it. have been mad if she'd won, actually. She was serving sex. She really did channel Madonna. And she was very captivating to watch. I'm not going to lie, I got Absolutely. Charisma for days. Um, my controversial opinion is that um, I actually thought Sherry was really good, which everyone on Reddit was saying they thought she should have been in the bottom. But I thought she was good. 
I thought she was fine. I feel like her part was like, I don't know if it was edited down, but I felt like her part was 10 seconds long. They crammed a lot in them. They crammed in basically every film she did. So she was doing Evita, uh, but they referenced all her other films. And I thought her lip sync was really tight. And I actually thought maybe she's going to get another awful win. Um, I will say, though, she did Sherry Pie makeup and not Madonna. That's true. But then so did Crystal, didn't she? Well, she toned it down, but she did not do Madonna. I think Crystal switched up a bit. But I feel like I Sherry think it just worked did a Sherry Pie I will thing. clock her for that. Yeah, you're right. Um, did you think Crystal was good? Yeah, I thought she was fun. She was fun I'm surprised cute. she was in the top for this one, actually. But yeah, I did think it was funny. I thought it was cute. Um, a bit of... Obviously, Ray of Light is one of my favourite albums of all time. Um, as is Like a Prayer. But it's the first it's the album Dells that Madonna won. Madonna album. Yeah, she said it was a huge inspiration for 21. Um, yeah. Because it was the first... No, 25. Oh, no, sorry, for 25, because it was... Madonna released Ray of Light after she had Lourdes, her first child, and Adele's, obviously, 25 was after... What is Adele's child called? Angela? I do not know. Is that right? I feel That's like it's Angela. Right. Yes, well done. I think you've got that right. Uh, Ray of Light is amazing. If anyone hasn't listened to it, you must listen to the album. Um, but yeah, and Crystal does a great job. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, Ray of Light is the first album of Madonna's career, bewilderingly, where she won major Grammys. She's never been a huge Grammy winner, which I think is a fucking disgrace. (sighs) Breathe, breathe. (laughs) Um, we get Widow doing music, uh, doing Fempire, whatever they're calling it. What did you make of Widow and her busted knee? I thought she was fun. She was good. She gave me an attitude. It was a... She was safe, right? And I think she deserved to be safe. I agree. I think it was just just good enough. Do you know that music is Madonna's last number one single in America? Oh, damn. That is some time ago. And which is partly because uh, in her next album, American Life, uh, she stopped getting played on radio for quite a long time because she... um, spoke out against the war she didn't get quite as cancelled as the dixie chicks but god that was a rough time it really was i'm getting emotional just thinking about it um and then we get heidi doing a bitch i'm madonna get up uh so you think this was bad charlie yeah it just wasn't like they keep saying it was fun but it was just like it was more like beyonce or rihanna it wasn't madonna at all but then in that video, Madonna is being a bit more like Rihanna. And I don't think why they... She was doing classic Heidi moves. That move that she does, I don't know what it is. She goes on the floor and then, like, lifts up at this unbelievable speed. I think it's fucking amazing. But I just Sorry, don't think she should do it as, She's already done it as herself. She shouldn't do it as Madonna. But then Heidi did that flip and she wins. Madonna does not do flips. So it's like one rule for one, another rule for everybody else. Um, I love the fact in this um, track that Heidi does, they reference the fact that Whitney, George and MJ are all gone. Because one of the things I love about Madonna, <laughs> I mean, you don't want, I mean, I don't love the fact they're gone, but there are no other superstars in the world, big pop superstars that didn't go crazy. I know people would say Madonna's not the sanest person, but she generally has her life together. She's not a drug addict. She'd never been sectioned or like she's never died 
whereas all the other stars who've reached her level generally have completely lost their minds. And I think we have to take our hat yeah. off to her for that, our cowboy hat. Um, so Heidi is <laughs> the last one. Oh! Um, and she gets a really great line uh, when she finishes the song, which is, I think the most controversial thing I've ever done is to stick around. She actually sounded more like Janet Jackson when she said that, but I love that quote. Um, and then the, all the bitches get on stage and they uh, do a bit of voguing. But what did you make of the whole number? I thought it was fun. I thought it was good overall. I thought there was no disasters at all. There really wasn't. There usually always is... I mean, in that Cher musical, there were... They were almost all terrible, weren't they? Do you remember that? Yeah. So there was... I remember Asia O'Hara was awful. Um, who else? The Vixen was awful. Eureka kind of flubbed it. Um, oh, because Eureka has a panic attack about singing in public. I'm very traumatised because when I was a child, I sang in public. I don't know. Every time I do an impression of a southern accent, it comes out as that foghorn leghorn or whatever it's called. I need to just stop doing it. Um, we, so I absolutely loved the musical and it really, really brought some joy into my life. Um, and then we get this Michelle Visage runway. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. What did you make of Jan's Glamazonian Airwaves? Airways? Airways? I think it was cute. I think it was a good reference. I think she did a good job. No, I really like Jan's. I like the little luggage suitcase. I like the big chest. I thought she did good. Well done, a lot you, of people... Jan. Everyone's been raving about this, but I didn't think it was a strong Michelle look because that episode, all the queens were in that outfit as well. So I don't associate it with Michelle. And I don't think it was that amazing, to be honest. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just saying how I feel. I did like Jackie's, though. She looked like Michelle Visage. It was an all-stars pink corset that was classic and recognisable. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is playing up. Uh, did you like Jackie's? Yeah, she killed it. She might have been the best on the runway. And I think it saved her from the bottom, actually. Because I was like, out of all the performances, I think she maybe performed worse than the musical. And I think this look saved her. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Gigi's has been very controversial. So she chose uh, a soul system look from Michelle's early career when Michelle had blonde hair. And kind of just wears a blue bikini, which we don't even see the original of because of copyright reasons. So we see an illustration of it next to Gigi Good. Did you... Well, we're assuming it's that. I don't know if that definitely is the case. Uh, did you... Were you pro or against this, Charlie? I was against it. It was so basic. It was a bikini. I thought it was That's basic. It. And some no, people on Reddit said... I don't know why she got such a pass for this. They had a pass. They the were raised about look. it. And it's insane. I know. First of all, I do think it's weird to wear blonde if you're doing Michelle. I know Michelle has done blonde hair, but I just think it's a weird choice. Um, but some people on Reddit said they thought that Gigi chose this just so she didn't have to pad, because pretty much any other Michelle look you have to pad for. So I think it's lazy, basic, and absolutely disc... Oh, no, that was taking it too far. But no, I don't like it. Um, my friend Katie had a massive rant about this, and I'm now referring to what she has as RuPaul's Drag Rage. Um, she hated this look. <laughs> um, Charlie, what did you think of Britta's Blue Velvet Season 10 finale illusion? I hated the shoulders. The shoulders bothered me so much. And was that supposed uh, to be like a nude illusion and that little cutout, which obviously doesn't, not nude because it doesn't match her skin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that did ruin it for me. I like the dress. 
And I, I know love Britain, it's like, if you're like a bigger girl, then you're going to choose like a more of a ball gown. But um, yeah, I wasn't so upset about the earrings. They really hated the earrings, didn't they? Or do you think it was just any excuse to get her in the bottom? Yeah, they wanted her in the bottom. They wanted her gone this week and I think they were going to do whatever it took to get rid of her. Um, yeah. I think my favourite on the runway was not Jackie. I think it was Jada. She did an all-stars Michelle look, which was the black icon thing. And I thought it was also instantly recognisable and just really cool. It was so good. This is why Jada was my winner this week. I completely... And I'm not even a huge Jada fan, but I thought she nailed it this week. And to have her safe and not even the top, I don't know what the people are doing. You've actually converted me, you know. I now am also thinking Jada should have won. You've completely convinced me. Um, Sherry Pye is back on the runway. And she's doing Kitty Girl Michelle. What did you make of this? So good. Nailed it. And the fact she kept bringing out sunglasses and um, specs. Because, you know, Michelle talks about her specs all the time. I thought she absolutely killed the runway. She really did. She told a story. And the little dance moves that she did from the Kitty Girl video, it just all worked really well. Well done, Sherry Pie. Um, Controversially, everyone loves Crystal's look. I did like the outfit, but I hated the red hair for some reason. I liked it, but I wasn't mad about it. I just liked it. I just think the hair could have been up or something. I suppose you have to do it how Michelle did it. And to be honest, Michelle didn't look good originally in a lot of these outfits. If you're going to be accurate, you're going to look bad. But... <laughs> um, I thought Widow looked pretty bad in this starry flag God, this was thing. a boot. This was awful. Yeah, she looked pretty, but um, I didn't like the shape. I the didn't shoe? Like, no. <laughs> look at the this shoe become... on it. This is becoming your new catchphrase, Charlie. The shoe! The, the shoe! They're literally like character shoes that people would wear in like an A-level drama play. They're <laughs> awful. Character shoe. <laughs> um, I was surprised to, to have Towie mentioned on American Drag Race, but thanks to... Hi- no. I didn't even know Michelle was on Towie. Did you? She must have had a brief cameo. I mean, I know she goes on about how much she loves it. So maybe they, gave, they chucked her a brief cameo. Do you watch Towie? I used to when it first started, but I watched it in years. God, they were so awful. Apart from the GC, I do love the GC, but everything else that's come from Towie, I think, is disgusting. Sorry, I keep overusing that word. You can tell I'm very hungry. But this, this Heidi way. outfit, I thought it was a terrible choice. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. like you, said, I don't, you want a classic Michelle look. You don't want some random look she wore on a, well, for them, an obscure British reality show. It's so random. Yeah. I didn't really like it, I have to admit. Um, so we get our safes awful. of the week, which are Jada, which I know you don't agree with, and then also the other two safe are Widow and Sherry. Do you agree with their placements? Yeah, I agree with Widow and Sherry. Yeah, and then I would have swapped out Crystal. I would have put Crystal as safe and put Jada in the top. Is that what I think? Yeah, yes, I think, I think Gigi that's... Was a... t- actually, I do think Gigi did a good performance. Gigi definitely needed to yeah. be on the top, I think. I think, yeah, I think you've done the right placements. And then bottom, Heidi, Britta and Jackie. Um, I definitely agree with definitely. Britta and Jackie. I don't know if I would have put Heidi in the bottom. I might have swapped her out for maybe Widow. I don't know. I thought Heidi danced so well. I really loved it. Um, but on the whole, we agree with this. 
Um, so we get the critiques. Michelle thinks that only Jackie has done the Michelle Visage mole, even though they've all got moles. <laughs> Should have gone to Specsavers, Michelle. Um, and then we get Jackie crying to the AOC. <laughs> what did Ugh. you make of this? <laughs> I don't need more tears. I don't need I, it. It did go on a bit. It was a sweet sentiment, but she, she did milk it. And the AOC didn't even look that impressed by it. I would have found it really funny if the AOC had said, your mum would be very ashamed if she'd just seen your Like a Virgin performance. I would have loved that. <laughs> I would have stand for her forever. Um, Winnie Harlow loves Gigi. She was fully stan-girling. Stan-girling? Fan-girling. So do the producers, clearly. I know. So they're saying that she could be a supermodel. D- can you believe that Michelle gave us insight into her wiping her ass? That was so gross. She even said scoop. <laughs> I mean, I was interested because I did wonder how you would do it with nails, but Jesus Christ, Michelle. I mean, we all know I love toilet humour, but I really don't want to hear about Michelle Versace scooping out fecal matter from her anus. Sorry, I've actually painted a worse picture now. Horrible. Horrible, horrible girl. Um, Michelle is mad that Britta didn't wear the right earring and Rue's saying the devil's in the details and it matters. So it feels like Britta is on her way out. Um, and then they move on to Crystal Method, or as they call her, Crystal Method Debarge. We almost got a whole <laughs> episode without mentioning it. <laughs> do, you, do you think it's going to be every episode now? It will do. I think, Ru- I think there is something about RuPaul even fancying her, or, they're tr- or maybe, they, maybe the producers thought she's very endearing, so they'll try and make give her more of a storyline and put her in the top and make her more of a... Uh, who's a really endearing character from the past few years? Like Nina West or something? I don't like Nina West. Um, I think Crystal could be like a major All-Stars comeback. And I also think the same about Heidi because I don't think they're going all the way to the end. But I do see them as having like a money cart, money exchange, All-Stars comeback. Maybe. Yes, um, definitely money cart vibes. Would you have a threesome with Crystal Method and RuPaul? No. Maybe if RuPaul <laughs> was dressed up. Not as, <laughs> as a woman. Yeah. You'd rather have sex with... Uh, yeah, I think I would, actually. God, what a this weird hair, conversation. I think over this hair he's got on this week. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> uh, they say that Madonna was missing from Heidi's performance, which you agree with. And Heidi yeah. says that her globe hairdo is hairspray and desperation. God, my impressions are all over the place for her. Uh, then we get face crack of the century. Jan is declared safe. <gasps> Did you feel like you could just see her heart breaking? Yeah, this was the one she wanted to win. And, and I think, really yeah, felt... I think it must be hard when it's just such an undeserved, well, I think an undeserving winner. I think that, that, and they really did set her up, because Rue even said, you ruled the world, and usually you only get a good comment before you declared the winner, um, like that. So it just feels like they're really toying with her. I feel like they're trying to push her into having a meltdown. <laughs> and then Gigi wins, which uh, has been massively controversial. I'd say after Rock'em Sokka's elimination, I'd say this win might be the most controversial thing of the season so far. Well, it just seems odd that... She's won so much already, so you'd think the producers would be like, oh, we have to spread out the wins, otherwise it looks too much like a front runner. And then to give her 
a win two weeks in a row when she didn't clearly knock out of the park. It just seems a bit odd. I 100% agree with you. I just think... I don't think she did not deserve this win. I just think considering she's won so much, it's just a weird choice that they're making us such a front-runner so early on in the season. Like, are we even halfway through yet? And she's got three fucking wins. That's loads. It'd be nice to see someone else get a win as well. Well, my theory... Well, this is what a lot of people have been saying on Reddit, is that... Um, the producers were kind of lining up a two-horse race between Gigi and Sherry Pie. But the reason the season is now looking so weird is because Sherry Pie is being edited out. Uh, so now it looks like Gigi's completely just dominating, because she is. And also, Gigi's winning, like, comedy and performance challenges, and she was, like, a fashion queen. So when we get more... If we get another, like, fashion um, challenge soon, she's probably going to win that as well. I know, because her biggest competition for fashion was... Um... Nikki Doll and she's gone now. She's like yeah. Gigi's winning all the best ones as well. You want to win Snatch Game, you want to win the ball, you want to win the Rusical. It's like but I still feel like she's not gonna win this season. I don't know why. Oh, I think she's walked it. Who do I think is gonna win? Let me put my neck on the line. I think this is getting a more of like an Aquarius situation where by the end I think we all knew Aquarius walked it. Yeah, I really can't think who else could win apart from Gigi. I mean, I thought Jada before, but it feels like Jada now is just not quite on the same level. She's isn't she? But Jada is a good lip syncer, so if it comes to lip sync for the crown, maybe she'll take it at the last minute. Um, Is there going to be a lip sync for the crown? Yeah, that's true. Who who knows what's going to happen? This is uncharted territory. On Zoom. Um, Jackie is declared safe as well. Um... Which Thanks I think the is the look, wrong... The look saved her. Well, I th- personally, the reason I think she's safe is because I think they want Britta gone and they're not confident Jackie would have sent her home in the lip sync. So they I sent agree. Heidi to do it. Um, God, I am getting really annoyed. Like, there's so many amazing Madonna songs. I'm not saying Burning Up is bad, but I just think it's such a shit choice considering what they could have had, like like a prayer, material girl, like a virgin, into the Are groove. you going to kill me? Say, I've never heard of this Madonna song. It's not... I, no, I don't think... It's not one of her most famous ones. I think people who were there in the 80s know this song, but it's not a huge hit and it's not an enduring classic. And it just sounds quite... Um, even to this day, I think it sounds quite demo-ish. Yeah. Which is probably because it was... heard it. Yeah, it's not one of her... It's on the first album, but it's not one of her best ones. And the video is... Maybe. Um, Do you think it was because it's cheap? Is it a cheap one, do you think, to get uh, rights to I think so, but then, like, they've had Vogue on before and music, so they've had some of Madonna's big hits, but then they have Causing a Commotion they've had, and then this. I'm just like, there's so many better songs you could have done. Um, what did you make of the lip sync, though? Uh, a bit meh, no? I thought Britta was giving us the usual big mouth kind of thing. <laughs> and then Heidi never really got into it. Well, the thing is, the problem with Heidi is that we've already, she's already shown us her tricks. So I get that she can't bring, not bring them out again. It's the same with that product with Widow. When Widow next lip syncs, I kind of feel like she's shown us all her bag of tricks and we won't be that impressed the second time around. Yeah, because I love that thing where she puts her hand behind on the floor. Do you know what I mean? She did it in the first yeah. episode. Um, but I'd probably enjoy it again. Um, did you notice that Heidi didn't know some of the words? Oh, really? I feel trying to like... cover that up. I, I don't think they were... They tried to edit it out, but I clocked that she did not know all the words. Um, but she did do that bouncing bob thing, which people liked, didn't they? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Britta just has so much desperation, doesn't she? 
<laughs> she really does. In everything I... she does, she has so much desperation. Because <laughs> I thought the making a burning pussy joke was funny in the lip sync. Um, but she did it like five times. It's like just once is enough. She just kept wafting at yeah. a minge and it was just like, oh, please stop. Luckily, we won't have to see any more of that because Britta is eliminated. I don't know why I said Goodbye. it like And now she'll be going back to... Um, where does she work again? What city is it? <laughs> I don't no, think she ever... it now. <laughs> You're fired, Britta. Um, so Jan um, sobs when Britta leaves, although I think really she's sobbing because she didn't win. Um... I was very confused about this. It seemed like... Upon her exit, it seemed like she was really well-loved and there was, like, huge affection for her when all the queens came up. And so it was just a bit like, well, maybe there has been and we just haven't been shown it. It felt like it came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, I didn't even know she was so popular amongst the group. Yeah, I guess maybe... It was mostly towards Aiden, the hatred, wasn't it? So I guess to everyone else, she probably was getting on quite well with them. Um, personally, I wouldn't have been friends with her just because she keeps saying, you Brit at work, which is what she says on the way out. You Brit at work, bitch! Trying to make you Brit at work happen. (laughs) Again, Um, it was a desperation at the end of, like, quickly get my catchphrase in. Did you watch the preview of next week? I did, and I've totally forgotten it. It's another one of those product challenges. Oh, I'm never really a big fan of the product challenge ones. No, so that's not very noteworthy. But what was noteworthy is they seem to be teasing Jan having a massive meltdown next week. So I mm-hmm. must admit, I'm kind of here for that. Do you think maybe hope... that's why they didn't make her win? Just so they can get a meltdown? 100%. I think they're fucking with her. Um, but I hope she does get a win because I think she deserves one. She works really hard. She's talented. She's super popular. When I go on the Twitter, she is so popular. Yeah, often, like, being robbed, the robbed queen, does make you more popular, doesn't it? Like, Shangela and Manila and... Yeah. Um, who am I missing out? Shekulay. Uh So that's it for this week's episode. I enjoyed that so much. I enjoyed the episode and I enjoyed this recap as well. I really, really love it. Madonna! Bitch, I'm Madonna. I expect next week I'm going to have a huge um, slump because this was just... I've been too spoiled. But um, thank you, Charlie, for doing this with me. Thank you, Moon, for the producing. And thank you all for listening. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And we'll see you on Thursday for the Ed and Charlie show. Bye. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, bitches. Wash your hands. Bye.